This Astros have won three in a row. Is another Astros podcast. Back with the manager show, Steve Sparks here. First of three games with the Chicago White Sox last year. You guys didn't really fare that well against the White Sox team, despite you guys being so good and the White Sox didn't have a good season. What was up? Yeah, no, it was a an awful trip to Chicago last year. We we were in position to win a game or two and yeah. and and they walked us off a couple times. But um, you know, mostly about just, just trying to create your own opportunities here and, and has not been a great place for us the last couple of years for yeah. whatever reason. And, and um, some of that had to do with Chris Sale and, and Quintana. Those guys are not here anymore. We face some new pitchers this weekend, and we need to have better results. Yeah, I remember a couple of years ago when you were playing here, and this is where uh, Carlos Correa made his debut. What do you remember about that day? Well, I remember it was raining, um, so he didn't get to have BP on the field and, or ground balls on the field. And if you think about that, that it's a routine situation for most people, but when you're making your major league debut, to not be able to even walk out on the field and actually do baseball activity is a little bit bizarre for him. I remember it also being the day that we drafted Alex Bregman yeah. and Kyle Tucker in the first round, and we were in this in, the, in, a, in a rain delay while that draft was going on. So there was a lot going on with Correa's debut, Bregman and Tucker entering the organization. Um, you know, George Springer I think had a five-hit game yeah. uh, in this ballpark before. So it, there's a ton of memories that come with this, but. Um, you know, it's, it's also funny how when you walk in the building for the first time in a year, you remember those losses yeah. as well. How engaged are you with the drafts and some, even the minor leaguers? you read the reports every day? Yeah, I read the game reports every day, and, and, and I routinely talk to Rodney Linares and Omar Lopez, the two upper-level uh, managers, okay. just staying in tune. You know, we say when you get to AA, you have a chance to get called up. And so I want to stay in touch with them about their clubs and keep them up to date on what's going on in our club. Uh, Josh Bonifay, who's the – the field coordinator in the minor leagues will make will make Houston part of his travels. Uh, he'll stop by for a series or two. So we we try to stay as connected as possible. I the draft I'm 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 only a, an observer and, and I read yeah. the reports and talk to Mike Elias and and the group. But it's um, it's fascinating every year how you know 40 players come in. Uh, you know that means 40 players generally are going out of your organization. So there's quite a bit of turnover. Before the drafts, I mean, with your background in, in the front office, do you find yourself looking at any film and making a suggestion or two? No, all the time. I mean, I, I, I love watching watching players, seeing seeing reading reports, uh, what our scouting analytics team have on these guys. Yeah. And then ultimately um, just being engaged. You know, we, we really work hard to try to be one or This is the Houston uh, Astros scouting to play radio network. Analytics team to the major league team. Um, if you get to go behind the scenes like you do or like I do, it's amazing to watch the operation. The Chicago White Sox team in particular, not maybe the deepest lineup, but right in the, the heart, the three, four, five hitters have been producing. Uh, you're trying to skip around them a little bit, I'm sure. Yeah, Abreu is, is always key. And, you know, with Delmonico behind him, um, it provides, you know, a little bit of protection for him. But the bottom line is you don't want Jose Abreu coming up with the game on the line. He's, a, he's an unbelievably threatening hitter. Okay. Um, and so we will do things to try to, to keep the guys off base in front of them, obviously. Moncada's a nice young player. They've got uh, they've got some athleticism. Tim Anderson at shortstop's kind of a, a dangerous slider speed, uh, home run hitting guy. It's it, it, it's a different team. These guys play hard. Rick Renneria I have a lot of respect for their manager by by how much you know effort and attention to detail they get. This is not uh, a team you can overlook. They'll play the game the right way. They'll not they'll play their twenty seven outs. You got to earn the wins. You and I have the lineup sitting in front of us, and as I look at ours, AJ, it looks like you're trying to spread things out a little bit more. Can you explain that? Yeah, you know, I, I you know, I, I don't love having all right-handed hitters at the top, even though they're our best hitters. So I, even though Springer, Altuve, Correa go, so I'm sliding Reddick in the four hole. 
Um, and I think, you know, over, over my time here, I think everybody's noticed that I'm not necessarily married to one particular lineup. I, I do like having some depth and, and, and versatility in the left-right matchups. If you're going to bring a lefty in to face Reddick, then you have Gurriel and Bregman behind him. Um, down at the bottom of the order, it gets a little bit tricky when I play Derek Fisher and Brian McCann in the same lineup because of the left-handedness. But okay. um, to me, you know, when I, I look down, Marwin Gonzalez hit eighth tonight. That's tough. And Marwin being a, a um, you know, can hit in the middle of the order, can hit at the top of the order, had 90-plus RBIs last year. Um, you know, has 20 homer potential. Um, I start to like the look of a lineup when, uh, even though our numbers aren't great right now, they'll be there at the end. Hey, better luck this time uh, here in Chicago. We're gonna get a win. We're gonna get a win here in this in this ballpark. I promise. And Altuve lifts this one pretty deep to right field. A long run for Hanniger, and it's over his head and goes all the way to the wall. Reddick scores. Stassi scores. Springer scores. Altuve clears the bases with a three-run double. And the Astros' lead is now 4 nothing. Welcome back. Robert Ford joined by Jose Altuve. And you recently achieved a, another milestone in your career, Jose, playing in your 1,000th game. Uh, all of them with the, with the Houston Astros. There have only been 20 guys ever who have played in 1,000 games uh, with the Astros. How, how special was that to you to, to get to that number? No, it's very special, you know, because uh, it's uh, me coming out to the minor league and not being a – uh, a big prospect and, and you know try to to prove people wrong every single day to stay and now to get to, to a thousand games you know it, it means a lot for me and I thank God for for the opportunity <clears throat> to, to you know to play every single day in the big league to have the the opportunity to go out there and, and help my teammates. Now I know guys often aren't like keeping track of this sort of thing when you're playing when did you find out that that a thousand games was was uh, going to happen for you on Tuesday. Well, I did because you know I got an interview before the game, yeah. and you know the guy asked me, "How do you feel about your thousand game?" And I swear I didn't know, but you know then when you find out, it feels good. You know you mm-hmm. look back to all those a thousand games and you are like, "Wow!" You know everything you have to do to to stay on the field, to go out there and, 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 and like I said, prove people wrong to 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 earn your spot in, in your team. So I, I, I'm very thankful with God and with my teammates because they helped me to, to stay here for that many games. You mentioned proving people wrong, and obviously you've accomplished a lot in your career, MVP award winner last year, World Series champion, been to the All-Star game a few times, started the All-Star game a few times. Do you still feel like, though, you're proving people wrong? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think every year is, an, is a new opportunity to go out there and, and show people what you can do. You know, mm-hmm. for me... Uh, going out there and being consistent is is kid getting better. So I wanna I wanna go out there and have, you know, many good seasons to to keep proving people wrong. So that way I can, you know, open some doors for for short guys that they dream about becoming a, a MLB player. You had going into yesterday's game, I believe it was two doubles on the season. You got three hits yesterday, including two more doubles, basically doubling your total of doubles for the year. Do you feel like uh, you're, you're driving the ball a little bit better now as, as the year progresses? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think as, as slow as I play, you know, deep in the season, I'm going to feel better. That's, you know, I, if you see my always my first – 80 bats there, you know, it's, it's tough for me for some reason. Mm-hmm. But then after that, it seems like, you know, 
I start feeling a little better. Hopefully, I feel ready to go out there, and I can go out there and drive the ball and, and you know, score some runs for my team. Do you feel like early in the season you focus more on, like you said, first 80 at-bats, maybe a little different, but do you think you focus more on just trying to put the ball in play and then as the season goes on, maybe driving the ball a little bit more as you get comfortable? Yes, I think, you know, last year where, uh, <clears throat> you know, I started the season a little slow, not getting too many hits, and then I have to, to start, you know, putting the ball in play, getting those hits. So I wanted to do that this year since the day one, try to, you know, get some hits. But, you know, now I'm not driving the ball as, as, as far as I want. But, you know, the last three or four days have been, you know, better for me, and hopefully this is a start uh, for me to, to go out there and, you know, hit some good balls. This spring training, you signed a contract extension with the Astros that'll keep you with the Astros through 2024. You and, and your family, you've made Houston home. What does being in Houston and being with the Houston Astros mean to you? Obviously, it means a lot based on the fact that you've committed to, to being here much longer. No, it means a lot because I didn't want to play uh, anywhere else but Houston because, you know, I love the city. I love the fans. They're, you know, they're, they're really nice to us. And, you know, I love the ballpark. And like you said, I'm, I'm May Houston, my, my second home. And, you know, to have the, the ability of controlling your career for the next uh, six, six, seven years is very important, you know, to, to get to know that I'm going to play in Houston as long. For this seven year, you know, it, it, mean, it means a lot, you know. Uh, it's, a, it's a dream come true. It's something that I've been working really hard for. And, you know, hopefully I can go out there and play really good those seven years. Jose Altuve, thank you so much for joining us, and uh, so glad you're you're in Houston for for a while longer. No, thank you for the interview. The Houston Astros Radio Network. Three one, and Springer drills this one pretty deep to left center field, and you can kiss that one goodbye. Robert Ford, Steve Sparks. This is big boy baseball. This is the Houston Astros Radio Network.